Good morning, Power Place. Welcome to our online family. How are you this morning? Oh, come on, let's try that again. Good morning, Power Place. How are you doing this morning? How are we? There it is. Are you excited to worship with us together? Hey, these altars are always open. We just wanna invite you now, worshipers, just come. We wanna flood this place. We just wanna bring honor um, and bring thanksgiving before his feet and, his, and praises before him this morning. So if you wanna make a move and come, you don't need to be invited, just, just make your way as we worship together this morning. And I wanna do something to get our spirits excited this morning. If any of these resonate with you, I want you to lift a shout of praise, okay? He saved me. He redeemed me. He healed me. He blessed me. He loves me. Come on, let's just get it going. We're just not gonna stop. He is everything right now. Just lift your voice of what he is to you. God, you are father provider. Come on, let's make some noise this morning. His honor over our dignity, amen. Come on, what does he mean to you today? We sang on first Friday about joy. We started off the service Friday night with joy. And I just wanna get that joy in our hearts this morning. I feel an urgency to usher in that joy. Come on, come on, come on, are you joyful? Come on, are you ready? We're going before the King. Come on, just lift your prayer language, lift your spirit, lift your heart, lift your praise. We're gonna worship together. But before we do it, we just wanna take a few moments and say, God, we love you. God, we love you. Come on, just lavish your love on him this morning. Tell him how much you love him. Yeah, let it permeate the room. Oh, we love you, Jesus. Jesus. Come on, just lift a song this morning.
you're afraid to get into his fire because you're afraid of what he might burn up. But if you can only see what he'll burn up and replace when you're in Holy Spirit fire, all flesh is burned up. I just pray against fear right now. And when we say, God, burn us up. God, take everything, God, that we need. I just pray right now, God, and I pray that you burn it up, God. Every addiction, God, every thought that's not of you, God. God, any doubt right now. I pray if you just need a refining fire moment with the Holy Spirit this morning, tongues of fire. God, just pray you come right now. I pray you come right now. I feel it's so heavy. I pray, I feel it's so heavy that you just need God to burn it up, to burn it up and to take you in and refine you and experience his fire. It's such a beautiful and pure thing to be refined in his fire. Whatever it is, maybe you have nothing left. Let's sing that again together, church. I just feel like we can't move on without really surrendering ourselves to his fire this morning and to what he wants to do in it.
it to Him. something, whatever it is you need from him. And he's saying to you today that you cannot overcome what you partner with. So if you're sick and you said, well, I guess this is just my lot in life. I guess you're, you're partnering with the sickness. If you're dealing with lack and well, this is how it's always been for my family. The, 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 the Lord is saying today, don't partner with the lies of the enemy. Don't partner with him. Don't come alongside in agreement with the enemy. If you don't see it, if you don't feel it, 
partner with, partner with Jesus Christ. I know who I'm partnering with today. Do not partner with the lies of the enemy, the doubt, the depression, the anxiety. Don't come into agreement with it, no matter what, no matter how long it takes. I feel so strongly that the enemy is after the next generation, these kids, especially through the spirit of infertility. Do not partner with that spirit today. Do not partner with the spirit of infertility, with the spirit of miscarriage, with the spirit of sickness. Partner with Jesus today. He's not just able, he's willing. He is willing today to meet you where you are, to heal your body, to be everything that you need him to be today. No matter what it is, shame. We're not gonna agree with that today. Shame over you as a parent for your children. Shame over you for your past. No, we're not gonna come into agreement with that today. So let's come into agreement with the King of Kings, with the Lord of Lords, with the one who sits on the throne, with the one who has the final say. He has the final say today. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, church, let's sing this out. See it, you're working Even when I don't feel it, you're working You never stop Yeah You never stop, you never stop working Even when I don't see it, you're working Even when I don't feel it, you're working You never stop, you never stop working you 
Growing up, traveling full-time on the road, going from state to state, we saw a lot from the South and the difference in the way that they react and act and treat each other for comparative reasons to here, where you're lucky if you get a door held for you and if you can make a drive without getting the finger. Two different, very opposite feelings. Go to the south and it's like, oh, hey, what's up? How you doing? You're like, whoa, you're nice. I like this. It's funny because when we planted the church here, I I feel, 
I feel like sometimes that atmosphere out there carries over into our worship in here. And the same kind of stuck up feel we feel out there, it's almost like that same, Lord, what do you have for me today? Are you gonna impress me or not? And we're almost surprised when the door gets held. It's almost, it's almost like, it, it's, it's almost take, takes you back. You're like, whoa, that, that feels good. Feels, that feels nice. Now understand, Christianity, a relationship with God is not performance-based. Okay, understand that. Hear me, hear me, hear my heart. It is not performance-based. The, the act of worship comes from being so infatuated with Him, you can't help but to praise. Okay, I want, I want, I want to help you to understand this. The reason we enter into his presence with movement and praise and loud voice is because we can't help but to be infatuated with him because of everything that we've seen. Because the God that I serve, I don't know about your God, but my God is a results God. He's a results God. Uh, this, this past week, we were watching uh, Soul Surfer with our kids. Fantastic movie to watch with your five-year-old. The whole movie, she thought the other arm was going to get bit off also. Okay, I'm telling you. Uh, literally every time she went out, but, but watching other surf competitions, they were being judged on their performance. God is not looking at the room judging by performance. Oh, look at Seth Miles. You did such a good job worshiping today. You're gonna have a better seat in heaven. No, 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 that's not what it's about. But the obedience of entering in is what it's all about. It's, do you wanna break past the normal and get closer, then I'm gonna have to do things I've never done before, be someone I've never been before, get out of me a little more than what I was yesterday. How many of you want yesterday's manna? Not me. I don't want yesterday's fire. I don't want yesterday. I want today. I want fresh joy, fresh peace, fresh grace, fresh anointing, fresh food, fresh meat. Amen. Uh, that's, that's, that's what I yearn for. That's what I long for. That's, that's why I wear extra deodorant on days like today because I know there's going to be extra movement. Yeah. You should be thankful for that. God is so good that I'm drawn to him. And in that, I delete myself. It's not performance-based. I'm just drawn to dance. It's not performance-based. I'm just drawn to sing louder than I normally do. Why? Because I love him so much so that I can't keep it to myself. I, I love where, where Brittany went, partnering with things. Man, as we partner with God, we do things we've never done before. As we partner with God, we're, we're, we're someone we didn't think we could be. And now all of a sudden, we're, 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 we're jiving like we've never jived before. And it's, it's, I, I don't know why I, I'm, I'm doing, I just feel, it feels right. Yeah, it feels right because you're finally aligning with the Father in a way that you never have before. And maybe, maybe this has never been you. Maybe, maybe you've never gotten out of your comfort zone of worship. Maybe you've never pushed yourself beyond. Maybe, maybe that's the way you connect with God in the building. I'm going I'm to ask you to search your heart and say, Lord, I want to push myself. 
I'm going to get out of me. I'm going to go beyond my feeling. I'm going to go beyond my feeling. I'm going to go beyond my surroundings. Man, I, I love it. On uh, First Friday, we had all of our kids gathered right here, and they were singing and dancing, the whole, I mean, literally the whole night. I was tired for them. But they were out performing, but they deleted the room. Nobody else existed. They're just drawn to his presence. All they want is him. My goal is not to impress you. My goal is to impress him. He's the only one in the room. And when I come into his presence, I can't help but to move. Just right now, all over this room, I just want you to lift your hands. Lord, I pray right now your fire fall. Right now, I pray your fire fall. I pray your fire fall. I pray your fire fall right now in Jesus' name. I pray your fire fall right now in Jesus' name. Can we do that song again, fire? On the altar. Come on. Fire fall right now. Come on. Keep praying. I'm telling you, church, press in. Press in. God is here. He's present. He's in the room. And he wants nothing more than for you to be touched, you to be filled this morning. Go ahead, enter in like you never have before. Start, start praising and praying like you never have before. Enter in past that comfort zone. Go ahead, start to speak out, sing out. Come on, reach out. Let him fill you right now. He wants to fill you beyond your capacity. <laughs> he wants to fill you beyond the fill line this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Your anointing, let it rest. Let it rest, Lord. Let it rest. Thank you, Jesus. I pray anointing fire this morning. Anointing fire this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All over this room, you're feeling impacted right now by His Spirit. Come on, let Him do a work. Let Him do a work. He's doing it from the top to the bottom. It's almost like a full delete of the old, and He's implanting new, new, fresh, fresh anointing, fresh fire. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, let Him work. Let Him work. Keep, keep speaking out. Keep singing out. You're starting to stir something up in your spirit that you've never felt before. You might even get the chills. It's okay. The Holy Spirit is working this morning. He's working this morning. Hey! Let Him work. Let Him work. Let Him work. He's moving in you. You're feeling Him right now. You're going to take this home. Your home's going to never be the same again. Come on, my, my,
somewhere Lauren went, she talked about the fire burning things off. I, I, I had a visual when she said that of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. The only thing that was burnt off in the fire was the ropes that bound them. They didn't even smell like fire when they came out. They didn't even smell like it. The only thing that, that burned off was the thing that bound them down. The only thing. And, and, and when, when King Nebuchadnezzar is on the outside, he's like, I, I see four men in there. Didn't we send in three? Yeah, 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 yeah. We sent in three. So, so who's the fourth? Because it looks like a son of the most high. He looks different than the rest. How many of you know the fire of the world will try to burn you up, but the fire of the Holy Spirit is stronger, more powerful. It will only take off what needs to come off. Ah, God's doing a work. He's doing a work. Mm. Lord, I pray any rope <laughs> uh, that is holding us back this morning, burn it off. Lord, we give you freedom and allowance to burn it off. Lord, we don't partner with anything from this world. We come against it in Jesus' name. By your fire, burn it off. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> oh, he's so good. He's so good. Worthy, 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 worthy are you, Lord. Worthy are you, Lord. So good, Jesus. You're so good, Jesus. Lord, we love you and we thank you. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for being present. Almighty God, we love you and we thank you, Jesus. We love you and we thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen, 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 amen. amen. Hey, listen, make your way back to your seat. Give a high five or a hug. Someone on your way back. God is in the room and he's moving. Amen. How's everybody doing this morning? Woo. Yikes. Man, I love it when God moves. Did you know that God will move anytime you give him access to move? It's not determined by a place. He can move anywhere. And when we give him full access to, he will. Amen. 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 It's a good day. Hey, look at your neighbor. You got some good looking neighbors. Go ahead and say, hey, neighbor. Welcome to the power place. Go ahead, look at the other neighbor, the one you just ignored, and say, hey, neighbor. <laughs> so glad to see you today. <laughs> Sorry I didn't pick you first. <laughs> the Power Place exists to help you encounter the Lord's presence daily, to be empowered by His Spirit and His Word, so that you can go and engage with your world. We're here for a reason. It's not a quinky-dink. It's not a just-because we're here on purpose to see people's lives changed now and forevermore. Destination changes happen in this place. Coming in one way and leaving with a new destination in mind. Amen. 
Amen. It's why we exist. It's why we're here. We're here not only to leave you in a comfortable place, but to be challenged by his word. And that's why we believe in the entire word from cover to cover. It's what we base our church on is the entire Bible, not just the passages that make us feel good and that tickle our feelings. Amen. The, the Bible is very convicting. When you start reading through the word of God, it is very convicting. It will challenge you in areas My encouragement to you is to take those challenges and tweak yourself, not the word. Amen. That was for free. The rest is going to cost you. Uh, One of the things we value here at the Power Place is stewardship. And we say, don't be a stupid steward. We we value stewardship. We steward everything well, not just our finances. We we steward our, our spirit life connected to the Heavenly Father well. We steward our health well. We steward our job well. We steward each other and relationships well. We steward our families well. We steward our marriages well. We steward our health well. Why? Because there's benefit on the other side of good stewardship. When you steward things well, you get results. Amen? Amen. Hey, men's night is this coming Tuesday night at 630. Uh, make sure to come hungry, men, because we've got some food in the house. It's going to be fantastic. You're going to want to come out, be a part. Man, if anything, if you're just coming out for one reason, come out to be sharpened by another guy. Man, good relationships will further you in the kingdom of heaven. You, you, I'm telling you, you get around good guys that want all they want is the best for you, and they're challenging you. Man, that is the best place you could ever be. Amen. Amen. Uh, We have baptisms coming up on October 16th. October 16th is right around the corner. Baptisms, water baptism, it's going to be fantastic. We encourage you, man, if you've never been water baptized, we encourage you, man, get in the tank. And if if you've got a a nice pass, we'll hold you underwater a little bit longer so it can all come off. You're good. You got this. It's going to be great. We're going to have scuba gear this time just in case you need it really long. It's going to be awesome. Nova Baptism, make sure to sign up. It's all online. Uh, you can sign up at the Church Center app, so make sure to jump on there and get signed up. Also, we got a pickleball tournament coming up. Now, it is sad because we already have the winners of the pickleball tournament. Me and Luke are taking gold, um, and so you can come and participate, but you'll probably get either silver or bronze. Uh, no place for gold uh, because we're ready, and, uh, and we're coming in hungry. Hungry for the win. So sign up. Just don't sign up to win. That's coming up November 12th. Uh, you got to sign up as a team of two. Uh, no single sign up, so you got to sign up as a team of two. You can also sign up on your center app and get signed up for that. How many of you have ever played pickleball before? Half of you are saved, not even half. Pickleball is a legendary sport, and you need to take it up. It's amazing, and uh, it's free, so just come and enjoy time with us. It's going to be amazing. Uh, come, make sure to follow us on social media because all of our uh, updates and, and announcements and everything do go out on our social media, so make sure to be following us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, we are putting out stuff all the time. And, um, and last but not least, I want to uh, just encourage you. You know, we talk about stewardship. We steward things well. And, and one of the things that, that we steward here well is the finances that come into the church, God's house, and the way they go from here. And uh, one of the things we do, one of our avenues of giving here at the Power Place is we tithe on everything that comes in and we give it out to missionaries um, across, across the country. And uh, it's, it's amazing to see the fruit that comes from that. It's amazing to see the fruit that comes from that. Thousands of dollars go all over the world to support. And uh, it's, it's cool because we just, our kids' church just got done uh, raising money to build a church over in Indonesia. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's our little kids. 
that's, 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 that's our little kids challenging us. And so uh, I love that God put that on Pastor Jeremy and Priscilla's heart um, to do that and raise money. And they're sending that money over to have a church built in Indonesia. And so same heart, same house. We, we believe in what God's doing to further his kingdom. And this is the year 2022, the year of expansion. Uh, we believe that God pressed that in our spirits so hard. And uh, we have seen it come to pass. We were able to expand in all areas. We were able to launch a school within six months. And, uh, and God has shown up and poured out. And, and God will continue to do that. And when, when you speak it, it comes into existence. You got to speak it. And, and I, love, I love where uh, my wife Brittany went this morning because it, it might not just happen overnight. And you might have to have the first step of obedience for it to come to pass. When God put it in our hearts to, to launch a school, we had to have the act of obedience to go. I remember the meeting like it was yesterday sitting down. And we we're like, hey, we, we, need to, we need to launch a school. And it was, it was you know, maybe 2023. And Pastor Landon was the one. He was like, well, why not this year? I was like, I rebuke that because it's really short. It's right around the corner. And, and I remember being challenged in our spirits. And that, that's what brought out that thing of, no, 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 we need to make the first step. And when you do those things, fruit follows obedience. And so we're here on the other side of obedience, basking in the fruit. If you want some good fruit, just come by. We'll hand you out some good apples or bananas. We got them. And, uh, and God's pouring out in an amazing way. Amen. And so we have five ways to give today. Uh, it'll be up on the screen behind me. And you want to make sure to get into obedience. Follow the word of God as he prompts you to give, as he prompts you to release from your hand sometimes the hardest thing to release. God will pour out over and over again on your life. Come on, let's pray. Jesus, we love you. We thank you, Lord. Thank you for seeds, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for good soil to plant. Lord, we thank you that what you're doing in this house and through this house is mind-boggling. Lord, thank you for, for uh, just allowing us to be able to go forward and do your work. We love you and we thank you, Jesus. Thank you for a good harvest, a great harvest. Lord, thank you for such a bountiful harvest. We've got to build bigger barns to host it. We love you and thank you, Jesus, for all that you are. In Jesus' name, and everybody said... Amen. Amen. Listen, I have the honor and the privilege of uh, welcoming up Pastor Luke today. I, I want to I go ahead and just honor him for a second because, do I need security? What's going on? Are you, yeah? Okay. Uh, your security team, you better, you better be right. Who's security today? I think I already know where they're at. Sorry, Luke. I, you know, I'm not preaching. Don't worry. You're still going to get up here. Uh, thanks. I just want to take a quick second of your time. Um, hey. Throughout the year, all throughout the months of the year, we celebrate many things, right? We celebrate birthdays, anniversaries, holidays. Well, for if, whether you know or not, the month of October is designated as Pastor Appreciation Month. So I just wanted to share that with you guys, a reminder, um, for it's a great opportunity for us to honor, give honor, and show some appreciation to the pastors in this house. I mean, many of you come and only see the pastors on Sunday, um, but I can tell you, these pastors work tirelessly day after day, night after night, to serve the Lord, to serve you, and to serve your families. So I just want to take a, a second to encourage you to seek the Lord for what that might mean for you, um, uh, you know, during the month of Pastor Appreciation. And also to share, so it is written in 1 Thessalonians, it states, and we urge you, brothers, to recognize those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord 
and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake. So thank you. God bless you all. Thank you, Bill. Thank you. Hey, uh, can I have Luke and Ashton? I want you to come. Brittany, would you join me? Are you holding a baby? Do you have a baby? Don't get any ideas? <laughs> would you join me? I, I want to I pray over Luke and Ashton. I want to honor them for a second for all that they do for this house. Um, they, they are over our students' ministry. And, and if you ever want to see something that will make you cry from your toes, just come here at prayer, 5.30 to 6 o'clock on a Wednesday night, and see them in their youth group literally invade heaven <laughs> like whether they were invited or not they're pounding down the door and going in and uh, and watching their leaders literally pray the socks off um and and watching results happen these 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 guys have stewarded so well um his presence and and praying through miracles signs and wonders seeing in our youth group and and just watching how god is pouring out on them and so i just want to honor them and thank them can we can we give them a a, a round of applause this morning saying thank you for your Thank you for your giving. Thank you for your sowing. Thank you for your pouring. That's it. And he's, he's, he's got a, a good-looking face, too, so it, does, it helps. Um, I, want, I want to pray over them. So on a, would you stand for me? And just, I just want you to extend your hand. We're going we're gonna to pray blessing and favor over them. Lord, I pray, I pray for Pastor Luke today. Lord, I pray anointing over his life. Lord, I thank you for his sowing. I thank you for his pouring over and over again, Lord, into our students' lives. I thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing in him and through him in your pouring. Lord, I thank you for Ashton, God, and the obedience to say yes. Lord, I thank you for a daily yes, Lord, to pour into girls, Lord, to pour into youth, Lord, to pour into students in, in a next-level way. Lord, I thank you for your leading and your guiding. Lord, I thank you for every step that is already ordained by you where they're headed, Lord. I thank you for the days ahead that you would pour out your spirit upon them, Lord. I pray that youth ministry explodes with more than they ever thought possible, God. I pray, I pray low-lying fruit every area of that youth ministry, God. I thank you, Lord, that you're pouring out miracle signs and wonders in that youth group. Lord, and I thank you for more. I thank you for more. I thank you for what's coming right around the corner. Lord, we thank you for expansion in every area in their lives. We love you and thank you, Lord, for who you are in Jesus' name. And everybody said? Amen. Amen. Come on, can you get up for Pastor Luke? Thank you. Thank you, Zay. I appreciate that. Um, what a privilege and an honor it is to serve. Uh, it's one of those things where I just love seeing how God works. Uh, it's just, it's that privilege of just watching everything take place. And honestly, one of the, like, the biggest privileges as a pastor is, uh, is, is prepping, is studying when you get ready to preach. And uh, the Lord lays things on your heart. And then watching those come to, come to pass in, in through this whole service. Uh, we just experienced a powerful worship service. And it's like, hey, I was going to say that. Or hey, the, like the Lord, he, he was telling me to, to, to share that. It's like, as, just watching the hand of God move, uh, throughout the, the body of, of, of the church is, is incredible. And uh, it's one of the things that, that I, I love the most. Uh, and just excited for what God is doing here. Uh, it, it's so cool just seeing how God, he's, he's rested his hand upon this place. Right? He, he's anointed uh, a, such a powerful team in, in, in our school. And everything that is, is happening, it's, it's, it's an honor, it's a privilege to serve and to watch uh, what God is doing. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that you're along the journey with us as well. So thanks for, for being a part. Uh, this, this morning, uh, I'm excited. Uh, I'm going to continue our series. We've been talking about the armor of God. Anybody been enjoying this series? It's been helpful for you. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm excited. I actually get to, I get to share about the feet 
uh, Pastor Christy, he was, she was texting me uh, this morning. She's like, man, isn't it ironic that the pastor with like the biggest feet is going to share about the, the feet? Uh, and uh, she's just like, yeah, that, that's, that's pretty cool. Maybe I need to step on some toes this morning. I don't know what that means. Uh, but I, I got to share about that this morning. And I'm excited. Uh, but before I do, it, it's cool. Uh, Ash and I were talking about this last night, and we were kind of sharing. And I feel like whenever I speak, right, I always, for whatever reason is, I don't know if it's a goal of mine or, or what it is, I feel like I always kind of like embarrass myself or embarrass my wife just because of stories that I share. And my wife's going to love me this morning because I'm not going to you know, embarrass her. I'm not going to throw her under the bus. I'm going to throw myself under the bus. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to do that this morning. Uh, and it's funny, as we're, we're, we're talking about tools, anybody, you, you've been on, doing a project and you've used the wrong tool before? Right? You're like, hey, this is going to be the best tool for the, for the, the, the project. is going to be the best tool. I'm going to use this. And then you get in the middle of it, and you're like, why is this so difficult? Why is this so hard? Right? And I'll never forget when we moved into our place, we moved into our, our condo. We painted everything. We're like, this is going to look so much better in white. So we painted everything. And then all of a sudden, like in the middle of painting, we're like, hey, let's do an easy meal. Let's, let's go ahead and just grab some, like, uh, microwavable chicken nuggets. And all of a sudden, like, there was no microwave. I'm like, how, like, how do we not notice this before? Like, we, we bought this place, and there's no microwave to microwave our chicken nuggets. Like, what is happening here? So, like, through, like, a series of events, I, I grab a microwave. I begin to install this microwave. But what I did not know in all of, like, the, basically the half of the church that, you know, that you do construction and you do all kinds of things, you're going to make fun of me here. I did not know there's a specific drywall knife. I didn't know that. Did you guys know that? I'm blowing your mind if you didn't know that. And it's, it's, it's like 15 bucks. It's like 20 bucks. Me, me and me, I'm like, okay, let me go get a Sawzall. Like, you know what a Sawzall is? Like, I just went out, I bought a Sawzall, like, probably like triple the price, quadruple the price, right? I'm like, this is going to work the best. So I'm in, the, like, in my kitchen, like, like, I had to move, like, this, this thing for our, our microwave. I'm, like, Sawzalling this thing, like, making a huge mess, the whole nine, right? And it, it eventually worked, right? But it, it's it pretty incredible when... You use the right tool correctly, right? The, the difference that it is. And I'm, I'm excited because as we, we, we jump into the armor of God, right, we're, we're talking about tools that, that God is trying to equip you with to go, to go ahead and, and, and to walk through life with, right, to, to battle, to, to, to do this, this thing uh, and equipped for, for the way that he wants us to. Um, so as I was praying today, or for, for today, uh, the Lord, he, he kept speaking freedom over today. Freedom. Someone say Freedom. Freedom. Uh, we talk about how absolute truth equals complete freedom. Absolute truth equals complete freedom. How absolute truth equals complete freedom. And my prayer this morning is that as we dive into the scripture, as we dive into this text, and I've got quite a bit of scripture we're going to roll with today, that you will experience such a freedom as we dive into this truth. So we pick up in Ephesians 6.10, right here in Ephesians 6.10. You've heard this verse the last two weeks. I'm going to dive into it in a different translation here. It says in Ephesians 6.10, Now, my beloved ones, I have saved the most important truths for last. Right there, he's got my attention, right? These are some important things that I need to know. I've saved the most important truths for last. Be supernaturally infused with strength. Through your life union with the Lord Jesus, stand victorious. Someone say stand victorious. With the force of his explosive power flowing in and through you. I love the words used here. Be supernaturally infused with strength. In the New Living Translation, it says, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. 
right? Paul is using such a, such a, a strong language here. In the Greek, the, the verb used is endomeo, en, en, right? And it's to be strong, it's to strengthen. It's one of Paul's favorites, right? It, it appears seven times in, in the New Testament, and he uses it six of the seven times. And every time he uses it, Paul uses it, it's used to describe God's empowerment for his ministry and for surviving hardship. So Paul is urging this church, he's urging the people to be strengthened continually. To be strengthened continually. Right? It's not a, a one-time occurrence. It's not a just, hey, man, I'm, I'm going to go to you, Lord, for strength for, for today. And then, like, God, I'll come back to you tomorrow and or, or it's not like, hey, God, I'm going to go to you for strength on Sunday, and then, hey, I'll come back to you next Sunday, and, and then I'll, I'll get that strength again. Right? It's, it's a continual thing. It's say, hey, God, no, I need your strength every single day. Every single moment as I'm walking, even when I'm going to the grocery store, God, I need your strength. Right? Because who knows who I'll run into the grocery store. Right? It's, it's that continual thing. Right? It's, it's every single moment. It's almost like going to the, to the gym. Anybody like, you, you're like, all right, I'm going to get right. Like, I'm, I'm going to train physically. I'm going to get ready. Like, you, you don't just go to the gym and say, hey, I'm going to gain muscle and go one time. Right? You, you, you go and say, hey, I'm, I'm going to gain strength. And it's that continual thing. And spiritual, spiritual strength is the same way, right? It's, it's, it's saying, hey, God, I'm relying on you every single day, every single moment, because you are my living water. And I must rely on you for that, for that drink. It goes on to say in verse 11, Put on God's complete set of armor provided for us so that you'll be protected as you fight against the evil strategies of the accuser. Your hand-to-hand combat is not with humans, human beings, but with the highest principalities and authorities operating in rebellion under the heavenly realms. For they are a powerful class of demon gods and evil spirits that hold this dark world in bondage. Right, right here, you see, this is a clear stage being set. This, this isn't fun and games. This isn't like, this is, this is reality setting in here. It's not, hey, I, I can go and do this how I want, and, and it's not going to affect me. to say, hey, hey, you're in a fight. You're, you're in a battle. Hey, you must get prepared, get ready for everything that's going to come, because this isn't fun and games here, right? This is this, this, the stage that is being set before us. For they are a powerful class of demon gods and evil spirits that hold this dark world in bondage. Because of this, you must wear all the armor that God provides so that you're protected as you confront the slander, for you are destined for all things and will rise victorious. Pause here for a second. We've seen this twice now. And what I want us to understand is that this isn't an even match, right? This isn't an even playing field. I had a a mentor of mine, he always said, we're not fighting for a victory, right? We're fighting from a victory. And, and that's what I, what I want us to see here is he said it twice. You will rise victorious, right? There's, as a child of God, as a son and daughter of the Most High, victory is ours, right? It's, it's not in question, but, but there's, there's still a, battery, a, a battle to be fought. So many times I, I see people just like, okay, I know that I'm, I'm victorious. I know that I'm a son and daughter of, of the Lord. And they just go and they begin to live how they like. Right? It's, it's like, hey, I'm going to take advantage of the victory taking place here. And God is saying, hey, no, 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 like, hey, there's still a battle here, right? There's still that, that temptation that tries to come and to creep in, right? It's that, that open door of that foothold of the enemy that as you allow in, right, it's not like he just comes in just a little bit. As he pries his way in, he's like, hey, I'm gonna continue to go. I'm gonna continue to take ground. I'm gonna continue to, 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 to uh, come in as you're opening yourself up. But knowing this, 
that you will rise victorious changes everything, right? The words used here in Ephesians are be supernaturally infused with strength. Stand victorious. Don't shrink back, right? No, stand victorious. His explosive power flowing through you will rise victorious. So the first thing that I, that I want us to look at and for us to see this morning, uh, and if you're taking notes, go ahead and write this down. Overwhelming victory is yours. Overwhelming victory is yours as you continually walk in his strength, right? There's that partnering with him, right? It's just like Brittany was talking about. It's, it's that partnership. Hey, overwhelming victory is there as I partner with him and continually to walk in his strength, not my strength, his strength. It's actively every single day strapping on that armor, getting prepared for battle. Hey, I'm gonna put on that, that breastplate. I'm gonna put on that belt. I'm gonna put on those shoes, all right? I'm gonna get ready for this battle that's gonna, that's gonna wake. But here's the issue. Here's the problem. Too many of us choose not to walk in the strength given. Are you hearing me this morning? Right? Too many of us choose not to walk in the strength given. Right? Too many of us take advantage of, of the uh, victory and let our guard down. We, we let our arms down. We, not, we may not come out and say it, but our, our actions are indicating it. Right? We, we may not say, hey, this is what's happening, but as you, you watch the life, as you, as you begin to step back and look, right, that's exactly what is taking place. It's almost like, uh, like playing paintball. Anybody a paintball fan? You just go love to go play some paintball, right? You're, the, you're that person that as a kid, like you just wanted to go play paintball with your little brother and sister, and you know, it's like, hey, it's all, sorry, I, I hit you, right? No, but, but paintball is fun. But the thing is, when you play paintball, you're not gonna go and just play paintball just in, in a pair of shorts, without a shirt, without, you know, anything, like, right? If you've, played, if you've played paintball, you know that if you get hit by a paintball, it stings a little bit, right? If you go home, you go home take a shower because you're all dirty and gross and sweaty, right? A lot of times, you've got the welts and the bruises, right? I'm not, amen, right? Right, you've got the welts, the bruises. But so many times, I feel like I see Christians walking through life with those same welts. Right, with those same bruises, with those, those, those same injuries, because they have not actively put on his armor. Right? They, they've, they've taken advantage of this strength that is given. Right? They, they've taken advantage of the victory that is theirs. They're like, oh, I'm going to go live and do how I please. God, I know they're going to take care of me. God, I know that victory is mine, but I'm just, it's, it's over there. But God, like, I just want to do this. Right? And, and in doing so, you're hurting yourself. Right, you're hurting yourself. You're walking through bruised and battered, right? And God is saying, hey, like, what are you doing here? You're my son. You're my daughter. I've got a victory for you. Walk in that victory. Go, go ahead and, and strap on. Get ready for the battle that is coming, right? Because I've got a victory for you. Anybody else, like, sometimes the, the Lord, he speaks to me in, in funny ways. Anybody like that, that's you? Like, you're like, God, like, that's such a funny like way that you're speaking to me, but he, he does it. And now I was at uh, Anson B. Nixon Park. I was just kind of walking and uh, praying and getting ready for today. And I was just walking and praying. If you've ever walked to Anson B., uh, you know that like the lake, you think there's going to be fish in the lake. But if you've ever tried to fish there, there's, there's no fish. Like it's, it's kind of funny. Like there's, it's not like a, unless they stock it, but it's not like a, a, a lake for fish. But whenever you go, like I swear, every time I go and walk around the park, there's always like 10 turtles that I see. Right? Anybody that's walked there before, you know that there, there's always turtles. And I was walking there, and the Lord, he, he spoke to me as I began to see these turtles. I was walking, and all of a sudden, there's this turtle, like, right along the bank, and it was literally, like, this big. 
I'm like, how in the world is there a turtle that is that big in there? And then I walked a little farther, and there's this uh, turtle, like, sunbathing on top of this, like, rock and things. And he, he spoke to me, and he said, hey, you, you, you wouldn't see those turtles. Like, you wouldn't know that they're there if you're just walking unless they exposed themselves. Right? Like, you wouldn't know that they were there. Like, they're, they're those things that they, they, they are they're under the water. A lot of times they come up for air, and then they expose themselves, right? They see that air. But you wouldn't know that they were there unless they exposed themselves. I'm going to move this back so I don't trip over. That wouldn't be good. But, but it's the same thing with, with us as his children. He, he spoke that to me. He said, hey, if you, don't, if you expose yourself, right, that's where the enemy comes and he takes advantage. Right? It's, it's exposing yourself. It's that, that, that chink in the armor right, that, you, that you've allowed just to come in. So the next portion of here in verse 14, it says this. Put on truth as a belt to strengthen you to stand in triumph. Put on holiness as the protective armor that covers your heart. Stand on your feet alert. Someone say alert. alert. Then you'll be ready to share the blessings of peace. The New Living Translation, he says it this way. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you'll be fully prepared. Fully prepared. So right here you see that, that, that God is he's, he's wanting to give peace. Right? That, that peace is, is that armor that you're, you're, you're strapping on with, or along those shoes. And it's, it's peace for you personally. And it's peace for you to have to share, right? It's that peace person. Hey, I'm walking through life in, in peace, but it's also, hey, I've got peace that I, that I just want to go and share it. I just want to go and, and bless others with it. So peace personally. We see it in Psalm 91 right here in verse 1. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God. And I trust him, for he will rescue me from every trap. Every trap. Not just some, some of the traps, not just the big ones. No, every trap. And protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Do you see that? Right? His faithful promises are your armor and your protection. Do not be afraid of the terrors of the night, nor the arrow that flies in the day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, though 10,000 are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. Right? Say, hey, take notice. Like, see how the people that aren't of me are reacting. Those that don't walk with me step in step are experiencing things. Right? It says, hey, if you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the Most High your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home, for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold, up, they will hold you up with their hands so you won't even turn your foot on a stone. You will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. Where? Under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in me. When they call on, my, on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation. Come on. Go ahead and just tap your knees. Hey, that, that, that's good right there. Like that, that's some good stuff. That's, that's some good news right there. Right? That, that, that's peace that he wants to give you personally, right? That's that peace of God. And honestly, some of you need to start praying this scripture. Some of you need to start speaking this scripture over your life. 
right? Reminding yourself of, of the words and the promises that God has spoken, right? Because I don't know if you know this or not, but praying scripture is powerful, right? Praying, praying the word of, word of God is it's one of the, the biggest tools that you can do in your life personally, right? It's saying, hey, I'm reminding myself of his promises, I'm reminding myself of the things that he says. And, and at, the, at the tail end of that scripture, in verse 14 through 16, right, it says, I will do these things. Not I might or it's a possibility. No, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect. I will be with. I will rescue. I will reward. It's that promises of, a, hey, I will. This is going to take place. Another example of, of peace personally is in Philippians 4. Philippians 4, 4, it says this. Be joyful with joyous celebration. In every season of life, let joy overflow, for you are united with the anointed one. I love the words here. It says in every season. Every season. Anybody enjoying like the fall coming in? Right? You woke up this morning, and actually, we like to sleep with the, the windows open. We woke up, and I, I like ice coming from my eyelids. I'm like, what is happening right now? Why is it so cold? Right? But the seasons of life, they're, they're a joy. Right? They're a good thing. And, and that's what this, this, this verse is saying. Hey, in every season, you have reason for joy. Not, not just the, the good ones, right? Not just the ones that are enjoyable. No, it says, hey, every season, right? Those that maybe are even more of a struggle. Those, those that, are, that are even maybe like uh, kind of difficult, right? There, there's still joy there. there there's, there's still joy there. And, and I know you know this, but it's a reminder today, right? There, there's a difference between happiness and joy. Right? You see it in the life of everyone around you as you're walking through, maybe your, your, your fellow workmates, whatever it is, right? There's a difference between happiness and joy. Happiness comes about when things happen, good or bad, right? Hey, it's Friday. We're happy. Yay, it's Friday. It's the weekend. We're happy. Oh, Monday hits. Oh, we're sad, right? It's those things of, hey, happiness, it's one of those things where it's, it's fleeting, Right? It's, it's always you're trying to catch it. It's happiness, right? I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to, I'm trying to obtain it. Where joy is, hey, it's, it's the joy of the Lord. Right? In, in every season, there's, there's a reason for joy because I'm united with him. In every season, I'm walking with him. And there, it's, hey, God, I'm struggling here, but I have joy. It doesn't make sense, right? It's, it's the joy of the Lord that, that surpasses human understanding, right? It's that joy that is always there. Hey, every season, there's joy. Every season. There's joy. The second thing that I want us to uh, understand and look at this morning, if you're taking notes, write this down. Overwhelming victory is yours in every season. Overwhelming victory is yours in every season. Peace in the middle of chaos. Joy in the middle of the mess, right? In every season, there's always joy because you're united with the anointed one. You're united with him. Even when it doesn't look like it physically, right? Victory, victory, victory. I'll never forget uh, tearing my ACL in college. I, I, I played football in college, and my, my senior year, my last year, uh, I tore my ACL the second game into the season. And it was one of those things where I had no reason, for, there, there was no reason for anything good to come of that circumstance. Like, there was no reason. But it, it was crazy as I look back at it and just watching it, how so much good took place in that season of my life, and it was all because of him. Right? It, was, it was that thing where, I mean, if you think about it, right? I, I had worked three or four years total, four years total, getting ready to, to start in a play. I finally was getting really good playing time. And all of a sudden, second game in, like it was like second game in, first quarter, like I, I was done for, for my life. I was done for the rest of the season. And it was like, nothing good should come of this. 
but God, right? Nothing good should be a part of this season of my life, but he, he led me to next steps. It was where I, the things that I learned, things that I took from, things that I, that I still remember and am reminded of. And it's just that reminder today, and, and maybe some of you are in that season of life. Maybe, maybe some of you are walking through some of those seasons of difficulty, right? Even in that, that middle of that mess, right? Joy is there. Even in the middle of those circumstances, man, there's, there's things that God is, is, is pulling you through to teach you and to show you to be prepared for what's to come next, right? There, there's that joy. It's, it's that peace of God that surpasses all understanding, that, that peace that doesn't make sense, that as you're walking through it, man, only God. It goes on to say in, in verse 4, be joyful with joyous celebration in every season of life. Let joy overflow, for you're united with the anointed one. Let gentleness be seen in every relationship, for our Lord is ever near. Ooh, man, even for the difficult relationships. You know, you have that, that, that family member that you're thinking of right now, right? Let gentleness be seen in every relationship, for our Lord is near. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing, right? In the New Living Tradition, it says, don't worry about anything, nothing. Right? Don't worry about anything. It goes on to say, be saturated in prayer throughout each day. And I, I love that visual, right? Be saturated in prayer. What does it mean to be saturated? You're sopping wet. You're, right? you're, you're soaked. You're drenched. Uh, Ash and I, we just got a, a little puppy. His name is Disco, and he's like the cutest little thing. But he's like, he's like that, like almost that alive, like stuffed animal. Like he, he's just like the hairiest little thing. Like you just, you pet him and he's just, he's huge. Right, but we were, we were just giving him a, a bath the other day, and it's funny how he's like this, he looks like this big dog, and then all of a sudden you get him in water, and he's like, shrinks down to like this, because it's, it's just all hair. Um, but he, when you, you, you bathe him, when you get him wet, he just, he just is, is sopping wet. It takes him like an hour and a half just to dry off, because he's just soaked. But that's what the, the visual here, right? It's be saturated, right? Be, be soaked through in prayer. Like, and I love it, it says, throughout your day. Throughout your day. It's that reminder of, hey, be saturated in prayer, not just for the first 10 minutes of your day. Right? It's, it's, it's an every, every moment thing. It's, hey, God, I'm inviting you through, through the whole day. Right? The, the entire thing. Like, you walk with it through me. Like, I'm going to saturate myself of your goodness, of, of you today, because I know that I need you in every moment. Right? I'm saturated in prayer. So be saturated in prayer throughout each day, uh, offering your faithful requests before God. And with overflowing gratitude, tell him every detail of your life. Then God's wonderful peace, which transcends or, or surpasses human understanding, will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. And uh, I love th this scripture. It's almost like that, that roadmap here. Right? He's given instructions, and it's like, hey, as, as you're obedient to these instructions, hey, look, look what's going to happen. It's almost like you tell your kids, like, hey, I've got a reward for you. I've got something that I want to give you. This must take place first. Right? You have to go clean your bed or clean your room first. Go make your bed. Right? After, after you do those things, hey, this is here for you, waiting on the other side. And, and that's what he's, he's spelling out here for us. He, he gives us four things. It says, be saturated in prayer throughout your day. You offer your faithful requests before God with gratitude. Tell him every detail. Hey, after you've had those obedient moments, then God's wonderful peace that transcends or surpasses human understanding, will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. Right? It's that obedience taking place. And we know that obedience is, obedience is, go ahead and tell your neighbor that. Obedience is the key to life. 
Obedience is the key to life. And you see it right there. And just think about that for a second. Peace that surpasses human understanding. Peace that doesn't make sense. But how good is God? How, how good is that? Like, it, it doesn't make sense. It can't make sense because there's no reason in the situation that you're dealing with that you should have peace. How cool is that? Like, how incredible is that? Man, peace that surpasses human understanding. So, Lord, you see it in Ephesians there. He's got peace personally for you, but then he also has peace to share. In a, a book that we're reading through the worship team, Secrets of the Secret Place, Bob Sorge, he says this. With the shoes of preparation, we prepare ourselves to walk inside enemy lines so we can share the gospel of peace. I just, I love that, right? It's that, man, I'm preparing myself personally. I'm getting myself ready through peace, and I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to go walk inside enemy lines to share his peace, to share his goodness. Uh, it makes me think of track. Anybody run track? No, you guys were all smart in high school. You're those people that's like, yeah, I don't want to go run circles. Why would I go want to go run circles? I'm going to go do something beneficial. I'm going to go run the ball through a goal line and, you know, get a touchdown. Right? It's more beneficial, right? Running a ball through a goal line or putting a ball through a hoop. Right? It's funny when you think about games and what they are. But track, like, I'm, a, I'm a track coach. And uh, one of the things is you can't just expect to get on the starting line and then all of a sudden the gun goes off and it's to do well. Right? It's one of those things where track is, is a game that takes preparation. Right? Track, track is one of those things where you have to train, you have to get your body ready, you have to eat the right things, right? you have to go and uh, you know, put the miles in if you're, if you're that distance runner, you have to get you know, your body right if you're that, that uh, fast twitch like sprint guy. But it's, it's the preparation that ultimately makes you good or, or is, is a struggle for you at the end of the day. Right? It's, there, there's so much in that preparation as a track athlete. And, th and that's what you see here, right? It's, it's that, hey, ready, set, go, right? There, there's so much preparation it takes to get ready to go for the, the, the battle that you're going to experience today. It's that, that time in the secret place. It's that daily encounter time of, hey, God, I'm, I'm soaking in your presence. I'm soaking in your goodness to get ready for what's to come. It's the, it's the shoes of preparation for a reason, right? You're preparing yourself for what's to come. You're preparing yourself for battle, right? You're putting on the things that are, are going to get you ready to go and attack the day, to attack what is, is going to come your way. And it's crazy when you think about peace being a, a piece of armor, right? Peace being a tool. But it is. But it is. And can I tell you this morning that the mind is the enemy's playground, if he can cripple you through your thoughts, man, he's got you, right? That, that's his, and you see it in, in, in people all the time, right? He's, he comes and he attacks the mind first, right? If he, if he can get you here, right, everything else can shut down, right? If he, if he can cripple you there, that, that's his goal. And for some of you this morning, maybe that's where you're sitting. Maybe that's where you've been. Can, can, I, can I encourage you? The Lord, he, he's speaking freedom over today. He's saying today's going to be a day of freedom. Today, today's going to be a day where you're going to be able to come out up from under that that is, is controlled your mind. In Ephesians 4, 17, it says this. With the Lord's authority, I say this. No, live no longer as the Gentiles do, for they are hopelessly confused. 
Their minds are full of darkness. They wander far from the life God gives because they have closed their minds and hardened their hearts against him. They have no sense of shame. They live for lustful pleasure and eagerly practice every kind of impurity. But that isn't what you learned about Christ. Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. So stop telling lies. Let us tell our neighbors the truth. For you're all parts of the same body, and don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while that you are angry, for the anger gives a foothold to the devil. So my question this morning is, what footholds have you made available? What, what footholds are there that, that you've just, hey, God, like, I'm, I'm just, I'm opening up a little bit. And the enemy just, he comes rushing in and he's like, hey, I'm, I'm going to take advantage of that. What footholds have you made available, either knowingly or even unknowingly? You've let things in. I was, uh, as I was prepping for today, the Lord, he, he spoke pretty clearly to me. He said, hey, like, I want you to talk about, I want you to unseat principalities today. And I was like, man, what, what does that mean? Like, like, it was like, I was almost like trying to go back and where did I, where did I heard that? Where, where, where did that come from? And uh, the Lord, he, he reminded me of a, a message that I was listening to by Pastor Landon Shaw uh, entitled um, uh, Spiritual Warfare Part 2. If you haven't seen it, I would encourage you to go to watch it. And he talks about unseating principalities. And uh, what, what is a principality, right? What is that? It's a high-ranking demonic force. It's what we read about at the, at the beginning of today. And we see in Ephesians 6, 12, I'm going to read to you again just, uh, just to remind you. Your hand-to-hand combat is not with human beings, but with the highest principalities and authorities operating in rebellion under the heavenly realms. For they are a powerful class of demon gods and evil spirits that hold this dark world in bondage. Right? You see clearly what a principality is. Right? And Pastor Lynn, he was talking about how you remove demonic forces by placing yourself under the highest authority. You, You remove demonic forces by placing yourself under the highest authority. You see it in James 4, 7. It says, submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Submit. Go ahead, go ahead and submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. It's in submission that you're letting the highest power do his work, right? It's in submission that you're yielding to a, a governance or a, an authority, and you're coming underneath that covering. It's interesting to me, the Greek word used here for submit is huptaso, to make subordinate, right? You're lowering yourself in rank, right? You're, you're coming under that authority or control. And, you, and the two words that jumped out to me here were, were so cool were append, you know what append mean, right? appendages, right? An attachment, right? You're attaching yourself to that as well. So it's, you're coming under protection, right? And you're attaching, attaching, attaching to strength or to power. Wow. There's, I don't know why I have trouble with that. Attaching, not attaching, attaching, right? Man, sometimes you just got to laugh at yourself, right? So you're coming under protection and attaching the strength and the power. And you see it in Colossians 2, 13, it says this. You were dead because of your sins and because of your sinful nature uh, was not yet cut away. Then God made you alive with Christ for he forgave all of our sins. He canceled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. In this way, 
He disarmed the spiritual authorities, rulers and authorities. See that. In this way, he disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. He shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. Right, you, right there, you see it. He took back authority. He removed the power by going beneath them and unseating them. In his message, uh, Pastor Len, he, he gave this incredible illustration that I want you to see today. Uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and, and, uh, and show it to you. Uh, who, who's a, a pool fan? You like swimming in the summer, right? You're, you're that pool fan? Yes? Yeah, that's you? Yep, perfect. Anybody, you enjoy swimming in a pool and like, you're not necessarily the swimmer, but you're, you're hopping on uh, the, the, the floating raft and you just, you just want to sit there and chill. That's you like, hey, I just want to get a, a suntan, but I just want a suntan on my belly and my shoulders. My back's never going to see the light of day, right? That's you, right? But it's funny because whenever you swim in a pool with little kids or uh, little kids at heart, Pastor Isaiah, right? Just kidding. I honor you today, Pastor Isaiah. What is their goal? Right? Their, their goal is, hey, man, I'm going to come, and you got that drink in your hand. You're, you're getting there, uh, just maybe falling asleep on that raft. I'm going to come underneath, and I want to flip you over. Right? That's your whole goal. Maybe you've been there before. Maybe you're the one that does that. Right? Their whole goal is to come underneath and to unseat you. But that's, that's the visual or the picture that is, that is being talked about here. Right? It's, you don't come against principalities. You don't become against forces of the evil one. Right? By yourself, you unseat them by lifting up the highest power. And the Lord removes them from authority automatically because he is, he is the highest authority. And can I tell you this morning, that's what the Lord wants to do for some of you. Right? He, he wants to, man, remove some, some things that maybe you've been dealing with for years. Right? Maybe some things that, that you're like, I don't even know how this is such a, a burden upon me. I, just, I feel it every single day. God is saying, hey, freedom right there today. Right? He's, saying, he's speaking freedom. He's speaking a life in that situation right now. He, he wants to come in and he wants to replace and restore today. Man, go ahead and write where you're at. Just go ahead and, and, and welcome the Lord to, to do that today for you. Just, just, just begin to ask him right now. Lord, I pray that you would soften my heart for the things of you. God, I pray that even right now that you would just uh, show me things that maybe I've, I've let in intentionally or unintentionally, God. Lord, I pray that you would unseat those things today, God. I pray for freedom in those areas today, Father God. Thank you, God, for how you're going to just uh, display your freedom power today, God. Thank you that, you that you are the highest power, and that as we lift up that highest power, God, you're coming in to replace and restore, to bring back life and health, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. A few more things here I just want to share. I think that will help us out here. My worship team can come as I'm closing here. The second half of, of that, that verse in Philippians 4.8 says this. It says, so keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind, and fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising him always. Follow the example of all that we have imparted to you, and the God of peace will be with you in all things. In all things. And the thing that I, that I, saw, I saw here is, is that continual right there. Again, you see that word continual, right? And it says continually fixing. Fasten your thoughts. Go ahead and place your gaze there. And uh, I felt like the Lord was saying, hey, align your face toward him. 
Right? Align your face toward him so that in everything right, he's being honored and glorified. And when you feel yourself distancing, right, it's, it's aligning. It's, hey, God, I'm, I'm honoring you and glorify you in this. And when you feel yourself distancing, it's, it's adjusting. It's saying, hey, God, like, I, I feel my face coming off of you. Right? It's, it's a, an intentional adjusting because I know that I'm going to intentionally fasten my thoughts and fix my gaze upon all that is honorable and admirable, God. For a while, I had to get away from some things. Right? For a while, I had to get away from football. Football was a thing for me. And you may be thinking, hey, Luke, like football, it's not inherently a bad thing. And I'm like, correct, right? It's not. But it was leading me to emotions that were not of him. It was leading me somewhere. And my question for you today is, what is that for you? Well, what is something that is, that is leading you somewhere? Maybe go ahead and fill in the blank right now. But it takes you to a, down a road that you shouldn't go. Right? It brings you to pride or it brings you to anger or it brings you to idolatry or lust. Right? It's, it's that thing that it's like, it's not inherently bad, but it, it leads somewhere maybe. Because it's saying, hey, take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. Right? And you see here that ungodly emotions are the fruits of a corrupt seed. They reveal at times a bigger issue. And can I challenge you uh, just right now, when some of those emotions come out, go ahead and stop, pause, take notice. Hey, where is that coming from? What is that that is coming out? Because God wants to deal with those things properly. He wants to unseat those things. He wants to get rid of those things because he's got victory for you. He's got peace personally for you. He's got peace for you to go and to share. He wants you to put on those feet with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. But it comes from freedom. It comes from freedom. So if you guys want to stand with me this morning. I just want to give an opportunity this morning. Lord has freedom today. Man, I couldn't get away from it this week as I was praying. I couldn't get away from it as I was prepping. And God's got freedom today. Freedom. Freedom in all areas. Freedom in, area, in the areas that are, that are way down there. Freedom in the areas that it's like, God, I didn't even realize that that was still a thing. But I said, hey, I'm going to deal with those things today. I'm going to unseat those things today. I'm going to get rid of those things today. Freedom. So we're going to just begin to lift your hands. Just going to just welcome the Lord. God, I'll just, just welcome him. Use your words. Just go ahead and just, God, I welcome you here, God. God, I welcome your freedom, God. God, I welcome you in, in every area. The areas of hurt, the areas of pain, the areas of, of things that I've, I've unintentionally let in, but I see now. Just go ahead and just begin to ask him, God, where, where, do you, where do you, where I need freedom here today? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Mm, yes. Your freedom today, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Ah, yeah. Freedom today, Jesus. Freedom to Jesus. Yes.
first thing that I want to do is uh, I just want to give an opportunity here quickly for, for anybody that says, hey, I just want a relationship with the Lord. That's the first start. That's where it begins. That's where it starts. That's where, that's where you find ultimate freedom is in Him, right? So if you desire that relationship with Him, you say, hey, I just, I need Him. That's youth this morning. I just want to pray for you. I just want to welcome you into the family. We're going to celebrate with you. We're going to join with you and get so excited for you. Anybody this morning, Beth, you go ahead and just join me up front here. I want to pray for you. Say, hey, I, I desired a relationship. I just desire him. I know that I need him. thing. I just still feel like God has given you freedom today. So if you felt that, if you felt that in your heart, if you felt that in your, just, hey, you desire freedom, you need freedom, I just want to encourage you, just go ahead and just make your way forward in any area. Freedom in an area. And it, maybe, it's, maybe it's the mind, maybe it's, it's, it's anger, maybe whatever it is. Maybe it's, it's things that, it's, that have come up, but you're saying, I just need freedom. I just, I just, a resounding freedom. If, if that's you, we just want to pray with you. Come forward and, and uh, we're going to just He's going to continue to believe for freedom in, in those situations, in those circumstances. So the worship team is going to lead us. As they're leading us, go ahead and, and make your way forward. And then we're, going to, we're going to pray with you. We're going to believe with you. We know that God has, has freedom on the other side of those steps, of those obedient steps. Come on, go ahead and come. Worship team, lead us. Thank you.
for, for the mind real quick. I just want to pray for, for the mind of Christ in all areas, just the mind of Christ, uh, just the peace that surpasses all understanding in the mind. So go ahead and just where you're at. Just go ahead and just put your hands on your head. God, I just pray for all minds today, God. But I pray for the mind of Christ, God. I pray for the, the peace that surpasses all understanding, God. But I pray that your strength, God, would just come in and, and restore, God. Maybe that where there's been uh, thoughts of, not of you, God. I pray that you would just, uh, these, we would take captive those thoughts. I pray that we would make them obedient to Christ, God. But I pray for just a sound mind today, God. A sound mind, God. I pray that fear would go, but that fear would have to leave, God. That any, any depression, any anxiousness or worry would have to leave in Jesus' name. God, I pray for, for a, a sound mind right now, God. But I pray we just lift up the highest authority, God, right now, God, in Jesus' name. Now we pray for a mind of Christ, God, a, a mind that would be strengthened only in you, God, I pray today, Jesus. God, thank you for a sound mind, God. Lord, thank you for that you're replacing fear, God. Thank you that you're re replacing, you're, you're taking, you're lifting off, God, right now, God, in Jesus' name. God, we thank you for it, Jesus. God, thank you, Father. God, I pray for peace. God, over every mind, a peace, God, a settling peace that would remain, God. God, I pray for a peace that would just not make sense, God. God, a peace that would just overwhelm today, God. Thank you, Jesus. God, I pray for, for people that have, that have not felt peace for years, that have not felt peace for, for, for decades, God. I pray that they would feel peace today. God, peace right now, God, in the middle of, of, of storms. God, peace in the middle of mess. God, I pray, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. God, I pray for sound sleep today, Jesus. God, I pray for, for those that have struggled with sleep. God, I pray that you would just give them a, a peace and rest. God, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for peace. We just declare peace, God, over minds today, Jesus. Sound minds today, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Yeah. For peace, God. I pray that peace would just settle. Peace just remain, God, on, on us as we go, as we leave, God. I pray for a peace that would just rest. God, I pray for a, a covering that would just remain, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you for it today, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you.
Thank you that you're, you're moving right now, God. That you're tweaking things. Things that have been out of place. Things that have been misaligned. God, you're aligning right now, God. You're putting back. You're, you're giving peace and strength, might and encouragement, wholeness. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. together one more time. Worship team, lead us. Thank you, God. Thank you. Team's gonna bring it up here just a little bit. I feel like we should maybe just dance some things off, get rid of some things. So go ahead and uh, worship. Them. They're gonna lead us. They're gonna bring us up a little bit here, and we're just gonna end out just by just dancing some things off, just be in praise and and, and jumping some things off today. Just getting free through movement, getting free through obedience. The worship team's gonna lead us. They're gonna close us out. Just go ahead and just, just be in dancing some freedom today, dancing some freedom in this moment right now. Just go ahead and dance. Dancing in those things off that have been bogging you down, holding you down. He's dancing freedom today. Thank you, God.
So God, we just thank you for your freedom today, God. We thank you for your peace today, God, that surpasses all understanding, God. But I pray that you would just continue to help us to walk in your strength, God. Walk in your peace, God. Every single day, continually walking in you, God. Being, putting on that armor, getting ready for battle, God. Prepare, preparing ourselves, God, for everything that is gonna take place, God. Walk with us, I pray. God, I pray for victory in all areas, God. Victory in all areas, God. In every season, victory, I pray. I proclaim victory, God. And we just thank you for just how you're moving. God, the freedom that, that so many experience today, God. We just are overwhelmed and grateful, God. We just love you, Jesus. Go with us as we go. I pray that you would just anoint and strengthen, God. But I pray that you would just cover and rest upon us today, Jesus. I pray, I pray for a peace that would settle and rest and remain, Jesus. We love you. We praise you. And we thank you, God. And everyone said, amen. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining us today. Have such an incredible week. Love you guys. And we'll see you next week.